<laughs> you might not want to look at my, you might want to disable my video because I'm going to be sloppily eating rotinis. Well, oh, wow. That's hot. You know, people make thousands, if not millions of dollars eating, you know, on YouTube, you know, and people like me will tune in and tell them what they want them to eat, you know, and then give them, you know, a hundred bucks to, you know, eat more squid or, or whatever. Do you really do that? You don't no, do I don't, that. I don't actually do it. Um, but you can see it. I mean, if you look on YouTube, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like people have these huge spreads of food in front of them. And then like people will tune in to watch them eat and then give them money to eat more of something or to slurp louder. Isn't the world a wonderful place? It's the internet, Luke. It just made the world better. <laughs> I mean, that exists. And then on the, in the same realm, you got three idiots talking about a musician they like and a bunch of people tune in to listen. I to wish them. you wouldn't talk about rocks back pages like that. <laughs> you know, I haven't even listened to that podcast. I don't even know those guys. I don't, Bar- rip, I don't want to rip. I don't want to rip Barney Fife yeah. or whatever his name is, but I just rip on it because I'm in hopes that that guy who ripped on us <laughs> saying that that was the, the best music podcast is, is listening at some point. Yeah, or um, comes back to us. He probably has been listening and sitting in his basement, grinding his teeth, going, I hate these guys. Hate them. I hate them. Shut up, mom. I'm listening to a podcast. <laughs> um, if you're just listening. If you're just tuning in. If you're just tuning in. It's a podcast. Just, if you just clicked, if you skipped ahead 36 seconds or however long into it we are. We're uh, still not talking about Neil. We're still not talking about Neil, and you'll notice a lack of jacket voice and yeah. uh, a lack of younger Condon. I think he's got another yeah. surgery, I believe. I, I don't know why he's not here, but... Oh, I thought... No, I, I thought it was because he's he's recording his solo album in Montserrat. <laughs> is, that, is that what it Isn't is? Isn't that what he's doing? He's, you know, the Indiegogo allowed him to book some time at uh, Compass Point <laughs> in Montserrat, and uh, he's down there. With Actually, Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton's going to lay down some some tracks for him. I heard there's no solo album at all. I heard he did that whole Indiegogo thing just to make some extra bucks so he could go to Chuck E. Cheese a bunch. So, Well, I don't know. I might rob someone to get their pizza. It's pretty good. Chuck E. Cheese pizza, and, actually, all joking aside, not, it's not bad. bad. No, not bad. and they serve beer there, so it can't be, you know. <laughs> It's not all bad. How much with live screaming kids, you know? You, you bring your kids, you teach them how to gamble properly. Right. I'm surprised yeah. they don't have like kids blackjack tables there. They should. <laughs> they should have kids craps. <laughs> kids craps. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk. Mike Shue and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Illinois. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's long, may you young. That's right, it's the uh, only Neil Young podcast out there that we know of anyway that uh, covers his musical output album by album by episode. Plus, we uh, cover some of his movies, and we have special guests every now and then. It's Long May You Young, part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. 
My name is Mike Shu. Thank you very much for, for listening. Uh, usually it's the Condon brothers, Luke and Russ from the Bantown meeting. But as, uh, as you heard, uh, Russ is not here. He's furiously trying to finish that solo album as soon as Ringo Starr shows up to lay down some drum tracks. Or Billy Joel uh, to lay down or, some Yeah, piano. Billy Joel. Billy Joel's not going to sing, though. Mm-mm. Billy Joel's just going to play the accordion. He's going he's gonna to nils Joel when he walks in. Billy Joel's going to be like, all right, I'm ready. Where's the piano? And Luke and uh, Russ is going to be like, I actually want you to just play this, this concertina. Could you do that for me? Well, to, in this episode, we're going to cover uh, a yet another live album, uh, this one, uh, Road Rock Volume 1, mm-hmm. still waiting on Volume 2, uh, <laughs> family and friends, and uh, literally family, because he's got his wife, Peggy, and yep. his uh, his sister, Astrid, singing backup vocals on this. Yes. And then friends like Ben Keith and uh, and Jim Keltner on drums, and Don. Donald Duck. It's basically the band from Silver and Gold. He's got Donald Duck done on yeah. bass. He's got Spooner Oldham on keyboards. And... Um, they're amazing, but you know what? I'm I'm not too impressed with this live album. Really? You know what? I mean, live it's hard to live up to stuff like Live Rust, yeah, and Weld, you know, and and uh, even some of, you know, Unplugged. Yeah. And this was this would probably be the last as far up to this point. I'm not because yep. we're not including you know, the, the recent amazing live releases. Right. Um, but up until this point, this would probably be the last live album I'd reach for from Neil. I don't know if it's the last for me. It's right in the middle because the highs are very high for me. Um, but then there's some bland points. And I think the thing that takes me out of it the most is, did you watch the movie? No, I've, I've been, tr- for some reason, I've been trying to upgrade to Rust level. Yeah. And it's just, I can't like... I don't know what it is. I can't seem to do it. I keep hitting the the tab and it's just not letting me do it. Maybe because you know 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 why they talk shit, right? No, that's not it. It's the universe trying to keep you having just that last little bit of free time that you have because once you go rust. I know, right? It's nothing. Yeah. So I watched the Red Rocks uh, concert. Right. And it's fucking awesome. It's so good. Um. And I have a lot to say about it, but uh, the reason it's not like one of my top live albums is because I feel like there's so many other songs he could have chose and should have chose, even just from that Red Rocks concert that he didn't. And uh, right. I, I don't like he does Everlong. He does. Or I'm sorry, Everlong. Jeez. Yeah, he, co- he covers the Foo Fighters. He covers Foo Fighters. That's amazing. <laughs> just like Prince. He does Everlong. <laughs> Jesus. Where's Russ? Where's breathe our fucking anchor? Out so I can breathe you in. <laughs> he does Everlong. He does. Uh, he does Ever After. He covers the whole movie with Drew Barrymore. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. No, but he does. Hold on. Let me pull up my notes. I got notes here, Mike. Oh, do you? Uh, do you have digital notes, or did you write them on paper? Digital notes. Winter long. He does. Everybody knows this is nowhere. He yeah. does I Believe in You, Unknown Legend, and then he does a version of Razor Love that's like really, really beautiful, like incredible. See, he doesn't, there's nothing from Silver and Gold on this record. I know, it's bizarre. Yeah, and I don't get it. He's got the same guys. It's not like he couldn't do it. And quite honestly, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm dissing this band, mm-hmm. but there's material on here I think he just had the wrong band for. 
There's I think you might be right. Yeah. That, you know, and I, I don't want to compare this band to Crazy Horse, but when you get something like Cowgirl in the Sand, right? It's just to me, it lacks some of that fire. Right. You know, and there's some songs that are fantastic that really work great, but I think on a couple of tunes, and I'm not even saying he should have had Crazy Horse. I'm just saying he had he had the wrong band. If you played the silver and gold stuff and the kind of stuff this band was really good at playing, because the playing on silver and gold is amazing. Right. So I would agree with you until I watched the movie and then it changed my mind on a lot of it. And I think part of it is, I think he wanted, he wanted them to be crazy horse at certain times and they just weren't like, uh, (laughs) I mean, Donald Dunn, like (laughs) he's, very talented yeah he was dressed in all denim like yeah man he doesn't and he doesn't really move he just kind of stays in this one position did did he have his pipe was he smoking his pipe i didn't see a pipe but it was just like and you could there were times when neil would go over um specific like on like words and then specifically cowgirl and he's just doing his neil thing he's going fucking he's going crazy and he you can tell he wants duck to just like kind of like do right. the crazy horse thing and just go nuts with him. And he's just kind of, he's just doing the Donald duck yeah. thing. Duck don't play that. Duck don't play that. And even Spooner, like Spooner's so good on it, but he's just, he kind of looks like he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> he's just, they all kind of look with the exception of, of Peggy and Astrid. They all just kind of look like, like a, like an Eagles cover band. Oh Jesus. <laughs> really Luke? You they look s- like it. They don't sound like it. No, they, they don't look- sound like it. They they're incredibly talented, but like they just kind of like even Neil, he's a step up from basketball shorts, which he was wearing on the last oh live my. album we covered. But he's wearing actually Neil looks pretty cool. He's got a Route sixty six cutoff and jeans. Neil actually looks fucking really cool. <laughs> All right, well I got I got to try to get. I don't know what the problem is. I got to try to upgrade to Rust. It's they're probably not letting me because of all the shit I talked about, fucking landing on water and Cripple Creek Ferry. Might be that. Um, it yeah, actually is probably, it probably is that. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I think that's why I'm, I, at first I was a little on the same page as you, and now I'm feeling a little bit better about it. And also I reached out to Astrid, who's uh-huh. basically my best friend now. Um, and I just, I said, Hey, if you want to pop on, you're welcome to, um, or even if you just even have any like cool, like stories or something interesting about that show. Um, then uh, we'd love to hear it. And she's like, I can't pop on, but I actually do have something interesting. And I think I'm going to read it, Mike, if, if you don't okay. mind. It's about a page yeah. long. Oh, absolutely. But it's this is, Astrid. This we is love from her. She's we the best. Love, and she, the best dressed and the best dancer at Red Rocks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So this is from Astrid Young. She said, we did three nights at Red Rocks. And since we were going to be filming, we had to commit to a wardrobe at the outset. Peggy chose fairly well as she had some layers, but my outfit was pretty tight. I had just enough room to wear some thermals underneath in case it got cold. As it happens, it was really nice the first night, but on the second day, the wind picked up and it turned freezing and rained on on and off the rest of the week. You could tell the audience was used to that kind of thing because they were all dressed in rain gear and ready for whatever. Not so on stage. First, the backdrops came down in the wind. Then the rain started blowing across the stage in sheets. We all got soaked. Me and Peggy froze our butts off. 
As the rain was coming down, it collected on the scrims above our heads, and every once in a while, the wind would dump a sheet of ice-cold oh. water on my oh. back. Oh, God. She, and she, so now I'm going to go back and listen for this. She says, you can actually hear me scream a couple of times when the water hit me, I think in cowgirl. Not fun. Um, especially not for my hairdo, which was pretty much helmeted with hairspray. It looked like one big mat at the end of it. Oh, well. Um, and then she said, this is where I, I wish Russ was here for this part. She says, Jim Keltner's drums got wet too. And they were made from a super rare wood from like a oh. simple tree or something. <laughs> He was so upset he wouldn't even speak to anyone after the show. He just crawled into his bunk on the bus and pulled the curtain. The next day, they had a replacement kit out there for him from Drum, doc- from drum Doctor just in case. As for us, we asked for heaters. The temperature was dropping fast, and they thought it might snow. It was so cold that we brought coats out just in case it got really bad. So they brought heaters, but from where we were standing, you'd never know it. Peggy put her coat on it at some point. I can't remember what I did, but at the end of the night, we were all so frozen. So we did cowgirl as the encore as usual. And then we walked off stage. Usually Neil has a beer and some lemons and a joint ready for him. And Ben has his tequila and they decide whether we're going to go back out and what song we're going to do. Jim didn't want to go. I think he tried to bail completely, but Neil made Elliot go get him and bring him back. (laughs) Uh, The night that night we all did one or two shots of Ben's tequila before going back out there, which is why that version of mellow my mind is like it is. We were all pretty buzzed. <clears throat> I want to talk about that too. Okay. Um, she says, but that's not the end of the story. As we were walking back across the stage, Peggy and I noticed something interesting. The middle of the stage was toasty warm. Every single heater was pointed at the guys. <laughs> it was oh, the first, you're kidding me. <laughs> it was the first inkling. <laughs> We had that we'd been passed over by the heating department. After the show, we got on a plane to go to the next place on the tour, and Peggy had a few choice words for Elliot. She flipped out on him. I've never seen anything like it. She was absolutely hysterical. It was a very emotional moment for all of us, let me tell you. Um, It's also the night I gave my leather medicine bag to Chrissy Hine in a sort of sisters-on-the-road kind of gesture. It had some cool crystals in it from the desert, it occurred to me afterward that she prob- she's probably completely grossed out by it. Yeah. Being that it was leather. Yeah, because she's total <laughs> vegan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. She, yeah. And she said, like, like I said, it was an emotional night. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so thanks, Astrid, for giving us a little yes. inside scoop on that show. Thank you, Astrid. That sucks. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can't believe, like, Neil kind of agreed to that whole, you know, keep the wardrobe thing. And then when the weather got bad, stuck with it and just say, fuck it, put on a coat, you know, or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he was toasty warm, apparently. So he, he was fine. They were warm. He was wearing a short sleeve shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cut yeah. off sleeves. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it's cool. Like, so obviously the album starts with Cowgirl, but the mm-hmm. the movie ends with Cowgirl. And it, it actually doesn't end with Cowgirl. I think it ends with Mellow My Mind. I don't remember. But I think it... it yeah, I'm pretty sure it ends with Cowgirl. Then he goes and he comes back out and does Mellow My Mind. And during Mellow My Mind, you can see them pulling like tarps off of Keltner's drums. Oh. And you're like, oh my God. Like, I, I'm just think, picturing Russ watching this and just stressing the fuck out. But <laughs> Mellow My Mind is so fucking cool to watch them do. Like, they nail it. And also, uh, it's not, I don't think it's the same version of Tonight's the Night on the album as it is on the movie. And the movie version is fucking insanely good. 
You got to watch the movie, Mike. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's really good. I'll try to get the Russ thing. I'll, I'll, I'll send him an email and say, Neil, what's going on? He's like, ah, oh, I thought you wanted rail vision, not rust. I don't even have trains, Neil. Oh, well, then you're definitely not getting the rust. <laughs> oh, but yeah, anyway, thanks to Astrid. I thought that was a yes. really cool thing for That's her. That's very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I will say the highlight of watching the DVD is seeing her and Peggy dance and have them kind of throughout the night try to lock into the same movement or groove and they are not getting it. Oh, really? <laughs> Some songs they are. You and I it's neither of their fault. Like I feel like they're just both like one's going one way, one's going the other. But they were the best dressed of the night that like and the band made them look even better because <laughs> the wow. they're just not these are grizzled looking. literally grizzled <laughs> grizzled old men literally have grizzle on them yeah yeah grizzled old you know rock guys yeah. Yeah. Well, you just think of like old crazy horse live albums where there's like you know you just hear all about all the shit backstage and like they're all kind of drinking tea on stage and <laughs> it's just well, like, crazy horse is such a different vibe yeah you know because i've seen him with not exactly that band but with the Ben Keith and Peggy you mm. know, uh, band for the, um, it wasn't Fork in the Road. It was right before Fork in the Road came. The Chrome Dreams 2, I think, okay. tour it was. But, and then I saw him with Crazy Horse for Psychedelic Pill, and it was a completely different Neil. Mm. Like, Neil with the Ben Keith band <laughs> was chill, and with Crazy Horse, he was out of his mind. He mm. was just like, he was like a spastic, like, child that just huffed a shitload of model glue you know i mean he was just like all over the stage you know they were like kids they were like teenagers they really were they Mm. were like they acted like just impudent little punks (laughs) they did they really were they were really like so they acted like us on this podcast yeah pretty much yeah they were basically the equivalent yeah (laughs) i can't believe i just said that about a friggin neil young crazy horse (laughs) performance i apologize for that Please edit that out, Luke. Um, I'm not editing anything out of this. Come on, man. Nope. Um, You know what I think it is? Uh, I don't think this... I think he... And you kind of touched on it earlier. He's got these guys who are uber session guys who have played with everybody. And they can play anything as tight as you want it. But when it comes to the way Neil likes something kind of loose and frayed... yeah. Crazy Horse is really good at that. Right. And they're not the tight session guys. Right. And they can just, you know, they'll turn on a dime. And sure, it won't be a perfect turn. But I don't think the session guys can get that same groove down like they can. It, seem, it seemed like, um, at least just from my, my one viewing of it, that, that Duck Dunn had the hardest time doing that. And he played all the right notes, but especially on tonight's the night where Neil was like all in it. Like Neil goes over to the right. piano, Spooner goes to the Hammond, and is just they're like it's they just lock in and he just plays for a while. And tonight's the night is a song where you kind of have to, if you're on bass, you kind of have to improvise a little bit because it's it's kind of all one note. And Neil does that thing where he sings a line and then he sings the same line and sings it again. Right. And just you can kind of look at, at Duck and he's just kind of like waiting for, he's just waiting for the chorus. And it's like, he's not bad. He's just, he's just not Crazy Horse. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like Crazy Horse, there's a connection there that Neil has with nobody else. 
And you can only get that sound when yeah. those those three guys are with him. Also, the highlight of um, tonight's the night is Ben Keith. And I told myself mm-hmm. we would mention him very minimally because Russ isn't here. <laughs> but he um, does some great stuff on on the album anyway. I don't know. Oh about yeah, the video, but the tonight's the night song on the on the on the movie is fucking when Ben just will, he drops in like a couple minutes yeah. in on the slide and it's fucking like, he gets it. He right. gets it. Right. Well, I, I think that his performance on this version of tonight's the night on road rock is phenomenal. Yeah. It's very interesting what the band does with him. We'll, t- we'll touch on that one. If, if we're, we're not, we, we don't can have to like spend yeah. hours on each song, but no, we we can get to it. I I we should get to a few other things first, but before yeah. we do, Mike, I I thought it was appropriate because you know Russ isn't here, mm-hmm. and the album is called you know Friends and Relatives. That we should right. have some. I should surprise you with a few guests who are basically like friends. Oh God, or relatives. Oh God, and I thought you know they don't have to be human. They could be you know they oh, could God. be it could be a bird. Oh God! Why? He doesn't even do Danger Bird. I was flying by, and I saw that Neil was in Red Rocks. Woo! <laughs> Wait, you were flying over that show that night? Yeah, of course I was. It was pouring rain. How were you cold? Or you're, of you're course I was cold, but I Good didn't care. Look. It's a Neil concert. <laughs> City Bird kind of sounds like Ron Funches a little bit. Oh, it's sounds like about that. Arnold Horshack from Welcome Back Carter. Potter. <laughs> sorry. Of course Welcome I was Potter. cold. I stole a couple of playmates and I was carrying them over the concert and they were watching. They enjoyed it. <laughs> what were how were you carrying them? Well, of course I was carrying them upside down, naked. <laughs> Jesus. Like I always do. Right. Right. Uh, Titty Bird, I'm sorry Russ is not here. I know that you probably wanted to see him, but oh no, I don't ever want to see Russ again. <laughs> oh no, why not? I don't like Russ. What happened? Yeah, he, he took all my bird seed and he sold it so that he could fund his album this week. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, oh, that, but that's fine. It's fine. Honestly, that's fine. It's more just that he has long hair and I made a nest in it one time and so we had an argument. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a bun. Oh, it was it was a nest. That was my nest. And then he took it out because he thought it was a bun. And I had to come and peck his eyes out. Jeez. Oh, Is that why he's not here today? Is he getting eye surgery? It's possible. That's possible. Oh, well. Anyway, how you guys you... doing? Right. <laughs> we're, we're doing great. Well, wunderbar. We're, we're talking about. Well, sorry, we're not talking about uh, Zuma. I know that's you know your album expertise. And that's really the only album that I'm always on top of. <laughs> Quite literally. Literally, always on top of that one. Did you even know this album existed? This uh, Road Rocks? Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, a lot of people really. This is like one of those lost ones. Never seen it. Never right. seen it before. A lot of people, when this came out, wrote it off, and I can I can kind of see why, because I, I think there's a lot of it that's just kind of that's just kind of there. It's kind of how Luke described Silver and Gold, where it was just it was okay, but it's just kind of there. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. 
you know, although there's some, there's some parts on it that are kind of, you know, but, um, there, but the highs are very high. Cowgirl is a 13 minute cowgirl. I, I thought it was fucking incredible. Well, it's actually, you can't sneeze at that. It's a, well, I'm going to sneeze at it. Don't sneeze at it. I'm going to sneeze at it. You're not going to like it. Titty bird. Listen, let me get my friend Locko in here. Okay. So that's it for the titty bird. No, titty bird might come back. He told me that he was he might come back. So don't titty worry. Titty bird about talks that. in the third person now. No, this is this is Locko talking <laughs> oh. now. This is Locko. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh wow. Listen, you're, he's very similar. Me and the titty bird, we're very we okay. will change right out of the room, but we can't be in the room at the same time. Anyway. Oh, okay, that's fair. So, yeah, I didn't know about this album until today. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, I knew about it. I'd seen it before, but I'd never listened to it before. And I, when I started listening to it, I was like, okay, you're going to start right off with a, a extra long cowgirl in the sand. I was like, does he just like, he doesn't want a single female to ever like this album. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I don't think, I don't know if this is the actual, you know, order of the show because it's not uh, Luke is, you know, watched the, uh, the film and they, they end with cowgirl. He and that's pulled, what it kind of sounds like to me. He pulls Is this a, all from that one show? No. no, no. It's, okay, fact, I didn't think so. There's not know. one track on here from the film, from the Red Rock show. This is all done in different places on the North American tour in 2000. Okay, my quick, my quick searching. I asked the Titty Bird. He doesn't fucking know. He's... <laughs> He's he he's just he just flew by that one concert, so he said, "I don't know about this album." And then he shat on my coffee, which was rude, <laughs> rude and disgusting. It, it was it was upsetting, and uh, I had we're in a little bit of an argument too. But okay. I wanted to come to the podcast because I knew Russ wasn't going to be here. So. Are you arguing because your voices sound very similar? <laughs> what me and the titty bird? Yes. No. <laughs> That guy, that it's almost identical. Like me. It's almost identical. I didn't want to no, say it. But... No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, no. It uh, definitely starting with Cowgirl is a is a choice. I like it. I think it's oh a no, good to start the album. It's a great song. I'm just like you're scaring off any casual fan by putting a like 15 minute song. Right. I think that may have been his his intention. Oh, I'm sure. It in was. fact, that's that was his whole intention in the '80s. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was his whole intention from like 1972 to 1978. True. Yeah, was to scare off the casual fan. But I've been—I mean, I've been a little out of the loop here for a minute. But hasn't he been on a bit more of like a like? You know, I mean, he did he did Harvest Moon not too long ago, and Silver and Gold it's, is palatable. And, he did Harvest Moon a decade ago. Oh, ago. is it at really? At this point, almost. Oh, yeah. Come on. No, that was what ninety two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So this is like eight game. years. This is like eight years later. He spent most of the nineties like just bashing everybody's heads in with oh, Crazy yeah. Horse. That's true. That's yeah. True. Pretty much. And then he comes into the two thousands and mellows everyone's mind with old Silver Gold. Oh my God! Are you really gonna open that? Are you gonna open that door? Locko, I don't know if you're caught up on uh, on episodes, but we met a character last last week called Old Silver Gold. That's his oh, name. No, I haven't met Silver. No, I haven't, I haven't met, met Silver oh. Gold. Maybe the Titty Bird knows him. We'll are see. you? Uh, so you're familiar with the Silver and Gold album, right? I'm I'm decently familiar with that. Right, one. you know, it's it's pretty chill and yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so basically, it's 
like I, I compared it to like a warm stack of flapjacks with maple syrup on it. But then I had to do it in the Pepperidge Farm guy's voice or the Smucker's Jelly guy's. So I was like, it's like a, it's like a stack of flapjacks and you're just rubbing your balls all over it, you know? And it didn't, and, uh, it didn't start with ball references. It no, it just started with that. pancakes. And then towards the end, I believe uh, old silver gold liked to be called daddy. <laughs> You were talking about spanking silver gold or something, and I like a good beating. Oh, anyway, the All youngsters. Silver gold's been bad. The, I, don't, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want the titty bird to hear you because he's going to come in here and try to get those pancakes. I'd like uh, to see the titty bird if you don't mind. You know, maybe inviting the titty bird and silver and gold, silver gold together might have been a mistake. We, we were. On, Did somebody say? Did somebody say pancakes? <laughs> titty bird, you have a whole new voice all of a sudden. I don't, I don't have I don't know what you're talking about. Also, I was flying over with some pants, some playmates. We I just were, had a couple of uh, nude models, like I always do. What happened? Why did I do this? We don't were, worry about it. Don't we worry about it. Is it pancakes or no? We were talking about Neil. So what the fuck kind of bird is that? Are you are you? I've who, never what seen the fuck is so this many guy doing here. Goddamn tits on anything, let alone a fucking Ooh, bird. You, I love the tits. I just want. Oh. Poor Mrs. Butterworth's all over those. Oh, geez. Oh, Lord. Well, I'm wearing my corduroy pants. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I orchestrated this, and now I'm the one. Yeah, that- thanks a lot, Luke. Thanks, I'll Luke. get Lockerbie. We it's were fine. talking about Neil Young. Pretty, I told pretty the titty nice bird to go. He's going. All right. Yeah, old <laughs> silver gold's going back. He's got he's to get this, the syrup's boiling over. He'll be back. Yeah. He'll be right. back. We do. We do have a couple of reviews. I'm going to read these real quick. Okay. Yeah, because I want to get into some social media here. Um, this is from August C99. Uh, the headline is: "This has become my favorite podcast." Five stars. Mm. Like we always say, if you leave us a five star review, we'll read it on the uh, on an episode. Um, this person says, "I started really diving into Neil's works." five years ago and now he is my all-time favorite musician i didn't think i could possibly appreciate his music more but when i found long may you young a couple of months ago i quickly realized i was wrong and drunk (laughs) (laughs) feels necessary yeah i've learned so much more about neil young and his catalog that i wouldn't have learned without the guys mike russ and luke have done an amazing job with this podcast oh my god not as much russ today (laughs) (laughs) no not so much today uh the guy's hilarious banter make it so hard to laugh quietly as i listen at work in particular russ's jacket voice russ you want to do that oh sorry oh wait a second oh yeah hey maybe uh maybe titty bird can do the jacket voice oh boy (laughs) (laughs) that was a that was we'll we'll try it later for you What, what was this guy's name uh august c99 august if you stay on until the end of this episode the titty bird will do the jacket voice we're gonna try hard to make sure that doesn't happen anyway he says (laughs) it it really makes my day when new episodes drop thank you all for being the best podcast out there keep up the amazing work also town meeting rocks and then with a rock on emoji so nice thank you august very and cool. then another five-star review from Nurse Cindy. Oh, another female listener. <laughs> oh, man. I like a good hot candy striper myself. <laughs> Come on! Where does she live? 
Can I get a couple of pads of butter on those? Nurse Cindy, Ooh. I apologize in advance. Uh, but she writes, happy to have new Neil friends. Um, I have been a Neil fanatic since after the gold rush, traveled to see him in concert many times, interacted with him and his family, got rocks off his driveway before the last Bridge School concert and more. The, the album reviews slash banter slash humor is fun and keeps me company on my night shifts in nursing. Um, I am shocked at how different a male perspective can be on song lyrics. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of semen involved. We need some female perspective on these songs. And then she says, "Ha! I'll give you each a driveway rock if you have me on the show to tell you my Neil stories." Um, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate you listening. Please don't give us any evidence of your trespassing <laughs> on his property. What's I, I don't I don't want to get in trouble. What's uh what's uh, what's Kathy Bates's character in Misery? Oh, what is her name? <laughs> Mr. Man. Know that, Luke. I'm just going to take these rocks off your driveway, Mr. Man. I cook and I clean. You will write silver and gold to be bland and <laughs> uninspiring mr man (laughs) don't hobble me (laughs) i'm not paul sheldon god damn it (laughs) oh wait a minute you're the friggin king freak you don't know the name of that character i know it's annie wilkes i was giving you guys a chance to get it I didn't want to sound like I was an obsessed King fan. I don't oh, like to come oh, no one knows. No one I don't like to come across that way. These but fans, it's Ann Wilkes. These fans don't remember that episode. They don't remember. The <laughs> that was a, there's definitely two skip episodes, and it's the Stephen town meeting and, and the town meeting one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the two things that I'm most actively involved in besides this podcast. <laughs> it might be this one might be number three. Without oh, one. guys, you love me. Come on. Which which are you? Are you Locko <laughs> or the Titty Bird? Oh, the Titty Bird. Okay. You love the Titty Bird. I do love the Titty Bird. Oh, boy. I don't know yes. if they love Locko. It's, that guy's weird. Anyway, um, thanks for the five-star reviews. Is that it? That's it. All right. I gotta, you posted the uh, album on our Facebook page. Yes. On the Long May You Young Facebook page. And... Um, this uh, person, Edward Ducey, says, I cut the DVD audio into MP3s. It's what? by far the better experience. Yes. Phenomenal track list, Love, Razor Love. That really is a curiosity for me that this was the tour for Silver and Gold, and there's no there's Silver not a and Gold song. song he did the, a few. Yeah. He, did a, not, he did at least, I want to say, three or four from Silver and Gold on... The tour, and they were great. Razor Love was great. He did um, what's da- Daddy Went Walking or whatever that song is. He did, he did that. that too. Yeah, and it was it, it was really it was great. He told a little fun story beforehand. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the album is like it almost feels like he's trolling with some of the, these songs and even these recordings. I like, know. The, they, it's a funny one. I'm excited to talk about. <laughs> but um, it was even the one like the ones that are on it, like like Walk On. I feel like the Red Rocks version is better than the one he put out. It's just like kind of a strange, I don't know. And maybe part of it Recorded was. Recorded music is done. I'm all video now. Nothing <laughs> but that video is the future. Video killed the radio star. Were they like, you know were they that released song? together or anything? Like, were they. They were very, the same time, kind of. At the same time. Okay. Yeah. I've um, never seen the Red Rocks live show. I tried to get it this afternoon, but no luck. 
Ian Dowson on Facebook said, I was disappointed with the track listing when it came out because it was such a good set, was such a good set list that tour. Fucking Neil, man. I just listened to the DVD instead, which is now on Neil Young Archives under That's what Rust everyone's level. saying, man. The DVD oh. DVD is so good. And it's on the archives if you're Rust level. And I'm telling yeah, see, you. Yeah, I didn't trust it. I didn't try that hard. I have the archives, so I'll watch it tonight. Well, you got to be Rust level now, Laco. They're, oh, they're I got to be Rust. They're tiered now. There's t- There's levels. Oh, son of a bee. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Maybe the titty bird has access. Maybe he'll let me borrow it. I, I caved, and it was the best and worst thing I ever did, because now all I do is watch Neil Young videos and concerts all day. The, are the movies in the that tier yeah. level? Yeah, if you're Rust level, which I think is 40 bucks a year. so I think I paid 25 bucks a year, so I, yeah, so I, I guess I'm not. Yeah. Um, I got some stuff from the Neil Young subreddit on Reddit about the last episode on silver and gold. Um, Professional Camel 92, (laughs) I love the names, says, uh, this record drips with that warm, buttery maple syrup. Makes you feel at peace with the same feeling you get after eating an entire stack of flapjacks or maybe even some biscuits and gravy. Oh, old silver gold likes a good biscuits and gravy. I don't use that Bisquick shit, though. <laughs> oh, definitely not. <laughs> I did, um, my favorite thing about Old Silver Gold is that his name is completely <laughs> just... Old Silver Gold. Old Silver Gold. My grandma no thought, gave me that name. No thought whatsoever into the naming of this character. <laughs> oh. Beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Um, February 83 says, uh, the album is a beauty. The concert DVD is gorgeous. It certainly isn't for everyday consumption, but when you feel like having it, it's really top class. Yeah. Much like heroin. Um, Flatfoot Floozy says, I just got to say, I fucking love old silver gold and I fucking love this podcast. You guys are hilarious. Long live long. May you young. Old Um, silver gold. They love you, daddy. (laughs) Uh, this uh, talking idiot says he played most of the songs on this album on the evening with Neil Young's solo tour in 99. Nobody had heard them since the album. This is about silver and gold. Uh, wasn't released. That's like par for the course for Neil, right? Yeah. Just whipping out the noose. He's one of the few people who does that these days and that level. Um, also honorable mention to Slowpoke and Out of Control that were Neil Young songs from the CSNY album released around the same time. What was that? Looking Forward? Is that what that album was I called? No, I don't I have no idea. Uh, okay. If he had given them the solo treatment and put them on this album, it would be perfect and complete. I don't know if I feel the same. I, I feel like I disagree with that, I think. Um, Mellow My Mind says, the Ringo slander from Luke will not be tolerated. <laughs> also, the Counting Crows stink. <laughs> Thank you, Mellow My Mind. I'm just going to give that an upvote. Um, <laughs> And then again, about Silver and Gold, the last episode, I think you guys have the right idea. This album is basically like easy listening Neil Young. That being said, I do like it. I don't think this album sounds much like Harvest, but I think Mike's point still makes sense because I think this album does sound like what people who loved Heart of Gold might have expected out of Neil. In my mind, it's a minor album in the Neil Young canon with a couple of really great songs and nothing really bad about any of it. So I'd say it's a minor success. Feels kind of like he got back out of the ditch for 39 minutes. It's really pleasant, but I'm glad it's short um, because 20 minutes more of this album would have given old Silver Gold and I the sugar diabetes for sure. <laughs> old Silver Gold's good friends with Wilford. That's Wilford Brimley, the movie star from yeah. Cocoon. They do also, seem like distant cousins for sure. We're buddies. We used to hang out and cruise for hookers. 
Why? What's up? Is mom not home? No. Okay. Can I'll be in in a second. Did your son take a dump out in the yard again? No, in his pants this time. Oh, okay. Well, you got that going for you. Uh-huh. Do you have to go? Uh, I might have to take a five-minute break. If take you a five-minute break. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Me and right. Titty, I'll, I'll sit here and ogle Titty Bird's tits. All right. I got to go clean the Ringo Starr out of my kid's pants. We'll be right back. Okay. Oh, 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 this will not stand, man. No. <laughs> I know just came from Colombia. She smiled because I did not understand. Then she held out some marijuana. She said it was the best in all the land. And I said, No, 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 I don't smoke it no more. I'm tired of waking up on the floor. No, thank you, please. It only makes me sneeze. Then it makes it hard to find the door. You know, like we just experienced right there. Luke's probably got shit on his hands right now. You know? I didn't want to know what you guys were talking about when I was gone. We're talking about shit on our hands. That yeah, we we're talking about feces and how we kind of like it. Yeah. It like we don't want to tell anybody. shit on our face. We, it yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, actually, I actually use it as some kind of like war paint. Yeah. You know, before I start feeling all sexy about myself. And then I yeah, just smear her feces on my face. That's what we were talking about. 100%. Really? And well, I'll, I'll just say, you know, what, when I was in there cleaning up the shit off my son's ass, yeah. I just really felt like I was in an octopus's garden, you know? Oh, boy, you are. You know what? This dude is, he's, or she, is not going to be very happy with you. Enough with the Ringo Starr abuse. Whatever. You don't like Ringo? You don't like Ringo, Luke? Ringo I, used to, I used to be a Ringo hater, too, but, you know... He's they just needed, doubling down. They needed a guy like him who was just like a goofy party dude who could hold down the beat, and that was that's what he did. You know what? He you, that's fair. He did. Yeah. He did the bare minimum and got he paid his role. All the he other looked kind of weird, but girls loved him, so he benefited. <laughs> There's a market for that. Yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. All right, can I just do a couple things from Twitter real quick before we get into the record? Yes. Yeah. All right, um, Zachy Farms on Twitter, which is uh, at Long May You Young. Uh, my main response, this is for Silver and Gold, so this is the last episode. My main response to this album is that the golden age of Neil's songwriting is definitely over. Buckle up for a rough ride ahead, boys. Well, we really? lived through the 80s. And if you yeah. can live through the 80s. We, we, we've been through <laughs> wars. That's right. Is it, is it over or is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's not over. I mean, I Psychedelic Pill's coming up. I mean, it's not over. over. Yeah. Yeah, I like Psychedelic Pill. There's a bunch of... I think Peace Trail has some cool songs. Yeah. Uh, Bill uh, Straczewski, and he says I'm saying his name right, which I find amazing. Okay. Uh, I, he says, I still have an hour left of the Silver and Gold episode he's referring to, but unless something changes, mark me as a fan of old Silver Gold. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of what changed in the last hour. I mean... If if it go, if it's like any other inside joke on this podcast, it got progressively more disgusting as the episode went on. So <laughs> that probably happened. Um, the uh, Mark Shea over at Performance Anxiety, who is also on the um, Pantheon Podcast Network, great podcast. I only flapjacks made by titty birds. He tweets back. <laughs> well, this is an episode for you, young sir. Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> you are in luck, my friend. Wow, you. <laughs> You just you can uh, send 
donations to Titty Bird at Titty Bird at Venmo. <laughs> at Venmo. At Venmo. <laughs> Titty Bird has a Venmo. I'm going to have to make a Titty Bird Venmo now. Titty Bird, how much have you been Bird. drinking already? <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't, you have a, don't you have a pregnant wife, Titty Bird? Don't worry about it. You're not the boss of me. You're not my boss. <laughs> I can quit any time I want. I'm fine. <laughs> I like to drink. Titty bird. Titty bird. I can quit any time I want. Is the <laughs> There's like a titty bird intervention. It's a meal and nails. Nails will know. be there. Na- and nails. Nails <laughs> and nails will be together. Very rare occurrence. Yeah, we, go very to bed, rare. we go to bed at like 8 o'clock at my house. So I can start drinking it. Seven. Perfect. <laughs> I'm drinking a in uh, honor of this episode, a drink that's red, and I'm drinking it on the rocks. It's cranberry juice with uh, Jim Beam apple. Ooh. Oh, really? Really that's good. Actually. Delightful. Interesting combination. Very that's nice. nice. So that um, is the Road Rock cocktail. Did you just make that up? I certainly did. It's a family and friends cocktail. It's the Red Rocks. The Red Rocks. Live at Red Rocks. Live it's not to do the album, just the film. You just have which to everybody just... thinks is better than the album. The film is so much better than the album. I don't understand why he wouldn't release an album that was live at Red Rocks. It feels right. like more people would buy that. Because he's fucking Neil, man. Yeah, I know. He's fucking I know. Neil, man. You know, he knows how to spread it out. Exactly. Just, at this stage, he was... It, didn't he, Year of the Horse was two albums ago, right? Why is he cranking out so many live it's, what's going on right it almost, um, yeah it feels like one live album per studio album at this right. point right someone someone mentioned that on i don't know if it was the facebook page or something but um so if we think back the last five releases most of them are either live and then there's a compilation in there somewhere right i think so yeah the last five yeah this, this live album and then what was in there? I mean, unplugged. Hold on. Right. Yeah. Well, there was the dead man was a little while ago. Yeah. That, but that was a whole different thing. Uh, unplugged was like. Unplugged kind albums. of started it off, right? A little bit. So right. you had I mean, the, the the studio albums, silver and gold, and what else? Broken arrow. Right. That's it. For well, the and last. and um, yeah. mirrorball. Oh, mirrorball. Right. Yeah. But Mirrorball is kind of like a one-off because it was a, a collaboration, you know? So it's like... Yeah, so from the 90s, you have Ragged Glory, then you have Weld. You have Harvest Moon, then you have Unplugged. So you do have... Then you have Sleeps with Angels, Mirrorball, and Broken Arrow. So you got those... And the Dead Man, but I don't count that. But so you do have those yeah. three, but then you got Year of the Horse, Silver and Gold, then Road Rock. And yeah. then, you know, then we're into the 2000s. So he's he's definitely got a good amount of live albums and dvds and shit too that he's got coming out right you and know he just was, added what he just added what four or five to neil young archives did you see that they're not they're not available yet but they're up there and they're ready to go it's the start of the i know right luke it's the start of the official bootleg series i don't have enough time for all these and i'm i know i'm gonna watch them that's the and problem is well i don't know if there's films these are the official out like the bootleg albums like he's taking oh, he oh did i think what frank zappa did in the past and that's oh, all right. he, he took these bootlegs away from the people who were distributing them and then he polished them up and put them out himself so he's benefiting from them now oh, i'm copying zappa I'm a huge Zappa fan. I love it. Dynamo hum. Bring Zuma, it on. Zuma was supposed to be called Zappa. I was just, <laughs> they didn't read my handwriting. He didn't want that. <laughs> He's kind of a son of a bitch. 
I feel to speak ill about the dead, but I've never asked him. But I think the Titty Bird and Zappa used to hang out. I, I wouldn't be did. surprised. Titty Bird is right up Frank Zappa's alley. Oh, yeah. It's in his wheelhouse, right there. But uh, most of these are, are solo acoustic things that he announced that are coming out. One of them is that UCLA Royce Hall show in 1970 that where he took um, Needle and the Damage Done from to put on Harvest. Oh, okay. So the wow. entire show's coming out. One of them good, is the good, um, good for Neil, a Tonight's the Night tour, uh, the show in London at the Rainbow, which apparently was, that was kind of like Dylan when Dylan went over there to play with a band and he took a lot of abuse for it. And Dylan took abuse for musical decisions he made. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and then one of the bootlegs is a ducks album, which I'm kind of excited to hear that that's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. The, so that should be interesting, but yeah, that's like one, two, there's six. He just added six Luke, <laughs> but they're not out yet. They're not. Out. Oh, thank no, God. you can't. I don't know. I don't know about rust level or, or whatever the top level is, but Mm -hmm. um they're not like you can't listen to them yet or at least i can't um do you want to we don't have to do all the songs but do you want to talk about some of these yeah let's get into it let's start let's start with cowgirl because i got some words get it see what i did there I haven't heard that. It did sound like that. Uh, do you want me to play the whole intro, Mike? Or do you have no, a- no. You know what? Right. Just, yeah, just to get it in there. But right. I'm just not impressed with this version of the song. I was really excited when this first came out. I'm like, wow, cool. And a, a live version of Cowgirl in the Sand, you know, with this, with this band. It's going to yeah. be pretty amazing. But it kind of sounds clunky. If it I can- It doesn't really click together <laughs> yeah. so much. And the thing that gets me... On this one is the uh, the the background vocals, the the female. Not that there's a problem with female background vocals, but they feel out of place on this song. Like it's like an angry, like you know, feels like a more angry like dude song. And then you get the girls coming in and being like, and you're like, it may it may make it sound. I to me it may make it sound too slick because their vocals are so right on. Yeah, and we're used to like at least this is this is a crazy horse song, right? You know, yeah. and having their backup vocals, which are at times really perfect. But oh yeah, still, they sound great. They have yeah. a roughness to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, and nothing against Astrid and Peggy. It's just no, not at all. Yeah, things no, for me too, Locko. Yeah. What's so, that? That's one of those things for me too. Was like the backup vocals are they really sound nice, but they just don't click with the song. I'm gonna that's say. I'm gonna not- say this. I'm going to say the same thing. I'm probably going to say over and over everything we talk about. I agreed with you until I watched it. And then I'm like, I like this a lot. It's we, it's a weird thing. I can't explain it. The well, watching them do it is, and maybe it's the mix on the, on the movie must be different too. Cause it sounds better on the movie. It's just, yeah. this album does not sound great. No, yeah, well, it's not I think mixed that, well or something or I, I don't know. That came across when I was listening to the album. Like, it sounds, the whole album, it sounds like the band is having a blast. They might, like, they sounded like they were having a really good time on tour. And, like, it's, like, very joyous. 
And I got the sense that I was like, if I was there, I probably would have been into this. But like to put it on on record, like we were saying, like I just said, you know, like the female background vocals, it just doesn't make sense. It's a very rough version of Cowgirl in the Sand. Let me see, if I, can, let me see if I can find a spot where they do it. This is, I mean, it's hard. It's need, way in literally there. a needle in the hay, in a haystack here. Yeah. Sounds too sweet. Yeah, they song. they sound great. It's yeah, not it's, their fault. It's right. just it doesn't really make any sense with the like you. I mean, you guys just heard if that if you heard the same thing as me, it's kind of like a chaotic version of it. And then all of a sudden, you get this beautiful background vocal, and it's kind of like, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's kind of like you dig into a lasagna, and one of the layers is fluff. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, wow. What happened? I mean, it's cool, but I don't know. You know, it's just, yeah. Has this happened good, to you, Mike? That's a good analogy. What? Has this happened to you? Have you had fluff and lasagna? No, no. It's not actually, now that I said it out loud, it sounds like a good idea. I may try that. I know. I just thought of that. I was like, maybe I'm going to do chocolate sauce and fluff. Yeah. You that's know, a and a lasagna. That sounds good. Go to 1225 because I think that Neil does a couple of solos here. Okay. But I think it really comes out better as the song gets into its like last few moments here. And at 1225, it really gets like that staccato chaos that Neil is so good at. And he puts the, the okay. surf into it and stuff. Here is He still has that ripping sound. It literally, literally sounds like he's ripping through the speakers in the cabinets. And like yeah. every time he touches, I, this is, I always say this, this is my favorite Neil Young guitar sound is this era in the 90s where he's, when every time he hits the strings, you know, it's like, it sounds like he's like killing a fawn. Yeah. You know, and it's like I'm, this kind of like, ah, like it hurts. You know, this kind of, ah, ah, like his guitar is like, ah. You know, and then the and then the note will come out. It's just I can't unbelievably wait strong. To to isolate me. that audio. What? <laughs> That's what it sounds like when old Silver Gold's a little backed up. <laughs> Carla, come out to the outhouse and help me with this. No, but so again to contrast it, Locko, it's so funny that you said the band sounds like they're having a good time. On the movie, it does not look like they're <laughs> really. I was saying to Mike earlier especially during this song and songs like words neil does his thing where he can't it looks like uh it looks like you, you ever see like a video of like a, in a preschool where like you got one kid and he's like he just wants to play and he's excited but you have this other introverted kid and this one the excited kids like poking him and he's like let's play the puzzle let's mm -hmm. play and, and the introverted kid just not playing right that's what it looks like with neil trying to interact with with donald duck don <laughs> just like right. he's just like come on like and Doug I just think, does this old man stance. 
yeah. where he like jiggles one knee and he kind of like bops his head. And I'm again not taking it away. I know the guy's a legend, Booker T, all that shit. But yeah. like he but just he's on, never he's never been like that though. Right. Like if you look back at the early footage of like Otis Redding and he's and they, I mean they're the band's just tearing into it and Otis Redding is going off and he's still just kind of I mean he's bopping his head just like you said, but he's not like He's not like going crazy like Neil does. And then on just a side note here, how many videos of uh, school playgrounds do you have, Luke? I'm just curious. Uh, on my hard drive or yeah, on other yeah. external hard drives? Yeah, uh, whatever. Oh, yeah. Zero, because I'm oh. not a fucking creep. Because you're like, like you. you know, like when you're watching a video of like uh, kids in a schoolyard and I'm thinking, Jesus okay, Christ, listen, really? I, I take, videos, really of, happening right I take now? videos of kids at playgrounds from my Aerostar van because I just need to make <laughs> sure that that everything's kosher so my kids can play there safely. Right, it's okay, nothing, I get it. You're weird parent. about it. Okay. That's one of the Aerostar requirements, and you should know that, Mike. All right. I for, Sorry I brought it up. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I like the song, I also, but I also feel like I don't know. I have, I'm so torn on whether it, it makes sense to start this live album with it or not. I don't think it does. And like, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna ask, do you guys think it would have been better with uh, all along the watchtower at the beginning? Mm, I don't know. I, I don't think it's so bad to start off with this song because it builds. Right. It, yeah. It's not, you know, it's not bad. It just isn't an easy way in. Right. You know, like if you're anywhere near a casual fan, Right. Are you really going to make it through 18 minutes of... Yeah. But who are we talking about here? What's that? We're talking about the guy who fucking used a vocoder on the majority of an album to disguise his voice. That's a good one. So, I mean, opening with Cowgirl is probably like... I don't know. He's... You know, he... I'm serious, Locko. He probably thought of that. He was like, we'll see what those casual fuckers think about this. Let's you see know. if those bastards can do ninety. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just yeah. So I, I don't. I, I don't think it's. I think. I mean. I just wish it was a better version. That's my thing. Because I wouldn't mind it opening up. Because it's just the way it builds and builds, and then the, by the time they get to the end of the solo, it's just crazy. And so well, my, my only thing with hmm. starting with this, I actually really like this version. I think it's different. I think it's kind of wild. If it's sloppy in some of the right yeah. ways, but it it it's like a precursor to an album that's re- there's really not much else like that song no. on this album. No. Um, words, maybe a little bit words is my favorite song on this whole thing. I think um, so, but it's uh, but it, he goes from that into walk on, which is fine. It's great. It, yeah. But then it's a fool for your love and peace of mind. And it's just kind of, it doesn't really fit the where at red rocks, every song was like perfectly bled into the next. And it was, I don't know. I think you, the you guys got to watch the movie. I got to watch it. Yeah. I think the most similar song on here is Watchtower. Like they they get wild like that on Watchtower, yeah. but it's it there's more of an appeal because I don't know, you know, Neil doing all along the Watchtower. It's like and and the the female vocals in that one add something. They're like you know it, it yeah. it's cool. In this one, it's it's not the best version of Cowgirl in the Sand, and right. it doesn't really like it just didn't pull me in you know i i was like kind of by the end of it i was like all right what's next like right, right. yeah i was the same exact way yeah yeah, exact. yeah let's uh, let's go to walk on all right yeah. 
See, I love the female vocals on this. I yeah. love this version yeah. of this tone. Yeah, it's it great. Swings, it swings so good. And this is the kind of, it almost comes off like a Motown or a soul tune. And I think that's because the band that he has here, this is kind of in their comfort level. Right. You know, their, their, their area of expertise. And um, I think Ben Keith on here with that slide while he's singing, kind of adding along to it, it just sounds amazing. And Spooner kicks ass on here. I just, I really love this. Ver I love this. I may love it more than the album version. Actually. Really? Yeah, it just seems more, it's got, it seems like it's just more, it's, the song was supposed to be a positive thing. Yeah. And I think it's, that really shines here. And there's the mood of the band and the way they play it. I think it's just fantastic. It's great. I don't, I don't like it more than the album version, but I, I like this a lot. I mean, Spooner just comes in and makes it his own thing mm -hmm. right away. And it's, it's a great, it's a great live version. It's the opposite of like what we saw with the last one. It's like, right. no, this is like what a live record is supposed to do to a song where it like, you feel like it feels a little looser, feels fun, feels like, I agree. Like the yeah. version that's on the version that's on, on the beach is a, the rest of that album's a bummer. And that song even comes off like a bummer, even though it's supposed to be positive. Well, Here was... it sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, there were no honey slides for this performance. So that, that also may be a factor. And Rusty Kershaw wasn't like waving a pistol around right. while the guys are playing it. But I, I just I just think this, it really swings. It sounds great. You the also, band really sounds good on this. To cut that version of Cowgirl a little slack, you got to remember, Lago, before you hopped on, we, Astrid Young reached out to her, or sent, I asked her to, if she had any stories about this, and she yeah. sent a thing. But by the time they did that version of cowgirl and i don't know if this is the one that got recorded but they would always encore with cowgirl and it was raining and freezing and keltner's well, that drums. was red rocks yeah and so nothing from red rocks made it onto this album oh nothing from red rocks made no, it. no there's here? nothing from that's fucking neil man there's nothing oh. from red rocks on this album i thought at least one thing would be no, from red i'm pretty rocks. sure let me look it up again <laughs> but it's the sure. cover of the album a picture of him at red rocks right right everything and the, oh, there's yes. a film that goes with the album that's i thought you knew that Luke. no i thought there was oh. one or two songs but i thought it was scattered throughout oh. i didn't know not a single course amphitheater in chula vista vancouver what the fuck? santa barbara Cuyahoga Falls. What there's the nothing, fuck? There's nothing at. That's why I was saying, fucking Neil, man. It's just make. This, that's just a fucking Neil thing to do. That's like, that was like, what was, what were we? Um, what was he the other thing he did like that? Everything he all, ever did. I don't know. On a film, but none of it was in. Uh, oh, Year of the Horse. Year of the Horse. Yeah. yeah it was the same thing. <laughs> none of that was in the film. But and vice this versa. one's this one's even weirder because the the fucking cover of Road Rock <laughs> right? is at Red Rocks. Yeah, God fucking yeah. He probably got such a kick out of it too. He's like, yeah. like well, Elliot's probably. You can look at it two yeah. different ways, right? I mean, he's just trying to he's just trying to spread it out, so he's going to yeah. make his fans buy everything. But at the same time, he's just trying to spread it out, so you don't have the same thing if you sure. if you're a fan and you go and you get the film and you get the album, and it's like, okay, well, I you know, it's not this. It's actually something different. So he's actually you're not like he's right. not like double dipping. I guess you could say. But what did you, what were you going to say about Astrid saying this was an encore? Because I think that's to my point. I feel like this, like that performance of Cowgirl makes sense to me as an encore. It's the right. first track. It's well, what, right. So what, what, I, no, what I was going to say is she was just talking about how like Keltner's drums got wet and like people okay. were in freezing rain. So if it was a little bit sloppy and maybe like, 
You it can, might be a recording uh, of an encore. It honestly, I'm, no, I'm sure it is. She's <laughs> she mentioned that they almost always encored with this on that. Yeah, but he stuck it up front. Not bad. It's not bad. It just he pulled, he pulled the away. last waltz. What's that? Right? Yeah, that's he right. He, pulled, he did. He pulled the last waltz. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Take that, Russ. I, mean, I brought I, up I, Levon and Ben Keith in the same fucking thing. Yeah, Russ. Yeah, Russ. Hey, you know what? In the last waltz, uh, Ringo Starr played drums. All right, this this is over. Well, come on, he's the best Beatle. The the bird wants his nest back. You can't even say that with a straight face. I know. I'm sorry. He's still pretty damn good. Come on. Still pretty. Okay, fine. Come on. Uh, Take take Rush. Pass me by. Take Rush. Completely different. You can't even compare. Replace replace Neil with Ringo. Ringo is a master of the meter, and that's what he does. And Neil is uh, a man who is an architect of sonic sculpture. And it's completely different playing, and you can go fuck yourself. Don't even rush into this. <laughs> I feel like you've defended Neil Peart more than you've defended. I'll like fucking die of your on that hill every <laughs> fucking day. You fuck. Oh. Um, um, well, let's he, go to. Um, are we done with the uh, walk on? So, well, I, I, one more thing on that, and oh, we yeah. don't have to hit every song on this. But what did you guys think about uh, the end of Walk On? With the sooner or later, I loved it. I did too. I'm, yeah, that's the I one thing I like about this. Yeah, it really. It, it, the song is a completely different vibe from the album version, right. which I'm not saying is bad, but I just right. I, I like this one better. Let me see if I can find it here. Hold on. I like that a lot. That sounds awesome. And, I love that too. And to keep beating this point to death on the DVD, they're way into it, and it's fucking awesome. Like everyone is into this song. Well, you know, maybe, maybe next episode we um we cover we cover the film. Well, I'm already covering it on this one, so it's too late. Oh, that's true. <laughs> All right, never mind. That was a shitty idea. <laughs> Old Silvergold thinks you're shit faced. You shouldn't be talking into a microphone, fuck nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> All let's, right. uh, well, let's go to Fool for Your Love because this was okay. like, this was maybe the selling point for this album because this is an unreleased song. Oh, really? This is, this is unreleased? Yeah, at this point, this is unreleased. I was going to say, I've heard this before. It sounds familiar, right? Yeah. I'll tell you why. The, the live at the blue note is that what i'm thinking of it, that now i don't know i gotta check that there may be a version on blue note cafe but this was supposed to be a blue note song okay so yeah, that's what kind of has that sound to it yeah. i i just think it's 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 obvious it's obviously missing the horns yes right and i don't know i just think this is a total throwaway yeah it doesn't it doesn't it's not bad. It's it doesn't come together again. It's like another right. one that you're just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't spark it. It doesn't do anything for it me. Does right. not spark joy. No. 
No. And I demand I, joy. <laughs> we know you do. <laughs> old silver gold needs Old silver sex. gold likes a big old Listen, heaping old cup of joy. Old silver gold will give you yours, but he's got to get his. <laughs> the old, the little blue pill helps old silver gold with his joy. Do you guys not want this copy of <laughs> Feels Like Love? Do you not want it? I'll take it. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna go put this in my desk. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, I agree with you. This one, and I I don't even think this is on the Red Rocks. <laughs> I don't think this oh, is on the Oh, really? I don't oh, I don't remember a version of it. I mean, I thought you were gonna say there's a better version on the Red Rocks. No, I don't think he does huh? this one. I might like, be wrong. They about market that. it as like a song that you should come and get the album because this is no, on the Red I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember any pre-promotion for when this album came out. It I remember there was a little bit for Silver and Gold, and uh, but when this album came out, I just remember all of a sudden seeing it at Newberry Comics and going, "Oh, is this like a new live album? What the fuck is this?" And you know, yeah, I've worked at record stores for years, and I honestly can't tell you if I've ever seen a physical copy of this. I, yeah, no I know. Um, do you? Words I definitely want to talk about. Um, yeah, can we skip peace of mind? Yeah, because again, I think that's just that's a snoozer to yeah. me. So let's just skip. Oh, I, didn't I like actually, that. I didn't like that on comes a time either. Peace of mind and comes a time and is comes a time next. No, those were the two where I was like, okay, I oh no, it was what peace of mind and then words. Those yeah. were the two where I was like, okay, it's coming together. Like those two songs or when the vibe started to make sense for me. Because to this point, it had been up and down. It was like, yeah. on the sand, which is like a version that's just all over the place. A well, great version of Walk On. Yep. And then Fool for Your Love, which is just like, a what? It's like one of those songs on that he has on a lot of albums where you're just like, what was that? Right. I think it's because <laughs> it's, it's not the, I don't know, like, it, I think... Peace of mind sounds like Ben Keith on peace of mind on this version sounds really good. And it may right. sound better because that, you know, he was the guy, I mean, this is the band to play that stuff from yeah. the comes a time album. You know, right. that's not a crazy. that. Well, most of it wasn't a crazy horse album. Right. And same thing with cowgirl. It's like, you can only kind of achieve that groove yeah. with that song. Maybe, you know, when he's playing with the, with the guys in crazy horse. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, wor words was the highlight for me, for sure. Yeah, words is yeah. definitely the best um, track. I definitely, think. I'll play a little bit of that. <laughs> This song, it's an 11 minute version. Uh, just, I don't know. I think it's incredible. I, I really like this. It's the highlight of the whole album for me. 
Yeah. Well, the so. slide, the piano, the background vocals all work really well in his in his transitions between when he when when he from the verses into that that little thing he's just playing. It's so well done, and they're so in sync. It's just really fucking great. Um. Yeah, and his interaction with Ben Keith on this this version is so yeah. good. This and, and tonight's uh, the night. Him and and Ben, and he calls him yeah. Long Grain on the on the DVD. And oh, good. Awesome. Yeah. Um, go to. Can you go to um, four thirty five? Four thirty five. Oh, four thirty five. Oh, four thirty five. That's usually when I start. That's when I have my gold. crackers start. and cheese, and I That's... think about anal. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord! That's when I fire up the old Pornhub. Four thirty five. I know Darla's out <laughs> visiting her mother. And I, uh, I'm home alone. <laughs> Here's 435. I was a junk man selling you cars. Say that again, Mike. Listen to Ben answer him on, on this. Thinking your mind was my own in a dream. What would you wonder? How would it seem? Living in castles a bit at a time. Sorry. Um, am I... Correct. I thought I saw somebody on Facebook commenting on when I was going through the comments that this was the first time that he played words live, not this version, but on this tour. It might be. I don't know. It's the first time he like brought out words to play live. I don't know. I mean, it it would be. I think it would be good to get the perspective of some more uh, family or uh, friends. I think uh, so. I'm gonna. Oh shit! I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, I just someone just decided they wanted to pop in real quick, and I okay. I, there's nothing I can do about it, but it's yeah, there is. And, there totally is something. You can friends do and relatives run the, the fucking bird. meeting. We got old silver. And gold. I think it's I think it's important that we get all sides of this album covered, and if people want to pop in, I mean, Russ isn't here. There's nothing. It only helps us. You can do, yeah. So I mean, I think it would be a good idea to hear from an extra person. I don't know. Just just a thought I had. So, hello. Hey, how you doing? Nails here. I'm uh, I'm looking oh. for the Chicago Nail Convention. Oh fuck. Hey, how's it going there, guys? Yeah, hey. Hey, what's up, Nails? This is oh, not this wow. is not hey, what who is this? I thought I was calling the Nails Chicago Nail Convention. <laughs> no, no. What no, it's this is uh this is a Neil Young podcast. You've called in several times. Oh, hey folks, <laughs> how you guys doing? Also, as Mike so rudely pointed out, you got this e- this link emailed to you specifically by me, even though I keep saying that I have no control over it. <laughs> yeah, so no, I was clicking a bunch of links. I was trying to get to the Chicago Nail Convention. Big things are happening in the world of nails. You know, it's uh, it's nail season, if you didn't know. There's a lot <laughs> oh, there's of stuff going on. So I just, oh, okay. I've been really swamped lately. It's nail season. It's a nail season. When does, how long does nail season last? Uh, nail season typically starts at around April 4th yeah. and then pretty much lasts all the way till about 
uh, you know, April 3rd of the next year. Right. Okay. <laughs> but it really picks up in the beginning, kind of flattens out a little bit, but then it picks right back up towards the end, and then it kind of just rides that wave over and over again. So I'm a, I'm a busy guy. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> When's the best time to get the really fresh nails? I mean, real fresh nails. Uh, well, you know what? If you go down to my store, Nails Emporium, I guarantee yeah. you are always going to have fresh nails. Okay. Um, my favorite thing is like, I th- I have a theory that Mike, Mike likes nails friend John, but Mike hates nails. <laughs> I have this, it, and which is funny because You nails, know what? You better watch out because if you hate nails, then you might as well go ahead and take all of your wood out of your house <laughs> because they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for nails. Okay? I don't you use you'd nails. Be living You'd be living in a, in a metal welded shit box or something. It wouldn't be a house. It wouldn't be a home. Nails make the home. I don't even use nails. I use staples. That's a lot. I, I can't argue with that. You could probably staple a house together, but it ain't going to hold it like nails. <laughs> nails is not good at arguing. He's not going to engage. <laughs> Speaking of engaged nails, I hear that you're getting married. Congratulations. Ah, uh, yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, you know, figured, been strewing the girl around for years. We even have a son named Tick, or Tack. I mean, Tick? yeah, Tack. Tack, okay. I... Yeah, we call him Tick, Tack every once in a while. Just as like, yeah. a, it's kind of a family joke. But yeah, his name's Tack Lockin. Sounds hilarious. Does she, uh, does she share your enthusiasm for nails? Ah, uh, she hates them. <laughs> I, I don't know how we make it work, but we do. But she, she does not like, I mean, it rules my life. It's, I'm at the store 24-7, you know, so. Is she into screwing? Is that it? She's done like nails. She's she likes listen to. I'm not, I get what you're saying with your double entendres no, I, no, there, I'm buddy. I'm curious if she's into. Um, she for, well, first off, if you're talking about our love life, uh, I'm, no, I'm a gentleman, I, so I'm not going to bring that up. I don't, don't want to know. <laughs> you don't nail and tell your love life. <laughs> I don't nail and tell. That's pretty good. I'm going to I'm going to put that one into my repertoire. I like that one. Oh, Wait, you your repertoire. repertoire. Do you have That's a one man show that you're here to plug? Is that why you popped on here? <laughs> I want all the yeah, come in, come, let's do all well, in Chicago. I was supposed to be on the main stage doing a like a little ten minute little spiffy thing about Nails Emporium. So I'm gonna slip that in there as a little uh, a little uh, you know, life a uh, light laughter there. You know, sounds great. It sounds everything you do, Nails. Really, it really tickles me. I won't lie to you. Here. Is it a is it a one man production of what is it called with Nail and I? With Nail and I, uh, maybe that's a good name. I could use that. Am I even say, if am I even getting that right? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, it's a movie. Yeah. Is it a movie? No, oh, I don't, okay. I don't get right. that one. I want the I want the fans at home to know that when screws were mentioned, nails almost threw up. I think. <laughs> really did. I ha- they have that effect on me. Yeah. And they, like I said, I don't allow them in the house. I don't allow them in the store. And uh, frankly, I think they should be abolished. They're pretty uh, pretty useless. Now, what about, you- the, what about the screw anchors? Jeez. Oh, my God, guy, if you're putting screws into it, I don't want to hear anything about it. Okay, all right. You know, like, how would you feel if, like, maybe I told you I wanted to bring you, uh, I don't know, maybe an Italian hoagie? You want me to bring an Italian right. hoagie all right. to you, you buddy, or to, a hero? You don't have to get nasty. I'm just asking a simple question. You don't have to, like, get all dickish now, about it. Now, Nails, how come you haven't called into the pike yet? I think Mike would really like to talk oh, to you. No, no, the, no, morning, that's okay. I don't answer the phone. I don't even take uh, I don't have the number. If someone was polite enough to give me the number, I'll that's, give little Mikey a call. That's because we don't even have a phone. I'll can text you put, If nails. I call, can I get on the air and do nails. a little plug for my store? I'm going to text you the number right now, old. Nails. I'm no. going to text it to you right now. I'm going to call him first thing in the morning then. <laughs> yeah. oh, 
Is 4 a.m. too early? Because that's usually when no, I open that's up the perfect the store. Time to call the line. Yeah, it's a perfect time to call nope, that number. Six to ten. Yeah. And if you don't get through the first time, just keep on calling. Oh, God. All right. Uh, I got it. Uh, Rook, I know you have to go. You, you said you can only be – you have to be brief because you're cooking, you told me, which I'm assuming you're cooking nails because you eat them or something. Nah, but, uh, that's not smart, guy. It's not – you don't just eat straight nails. You put you, nails in your food. That okay. makes more sense. I'm sorry. But, yeah, yeah I got to get going. But do you have uh, anything you guys, to say? Do you have anything to say about uh, the album we're talking? We're talking about Road Rock Volume One. I like I said, I don't even know what you guys do really. Uh, I called this because okay. I thought it was the Chicago Nail Convention. Uh, okay. So. All right. Well, well, well I'm sorry, luck. guys, but I'm gonna have to nail and bail. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> nails Lofgren. Why? Why is that? <laughs> I feel. I think there's some some youngsters that like. <laughs> aggressively hate nails and yeah. i don't care he's my favorite that's, thing that's ever happened in the show it's the kind of hate that draws them back <laughs> right so, Listen, the titty know, bird, it's like the titty bird loves nails right and that's just that's something that if you can't get behind nails then the titty bird's gonna just fly right over your house and nail it anyway sorry i had it's called friends and relatives you have to have friends and oh, okay. relatives of the show so you okay. know especially because you know one of the hosts isn't here <laughs> there go the Where relatives. Russ? <laughs> Russ is uh, Russ is uh, recording his solo album at Compass Point Studios in Montserrat with Eric Clapton. Montserrat. I heard it was at Muscle Shoals. Oh, is he is he going down there to get the swamp sound? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, That's I'm, nice. Sorry, I'm copying the Pike's phone number and texting oh, nails for right fuck's now. Sake, please. All right, and done. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> It's bad enough I get a guy, I had a guy at AAF who would call me, who called himself the president of the Chris Daughtry fan club. Oh. And he would say, like, if Chris Daughtry was in Rush, they'd be, like, a, a much better band. And Wait, he was like being that. serious? No, no, no. He'd talk oh, in, like, right. nerd guy voice from The Simpsons. Then I'd oh, put him right. on, like, once, and then I created a monster, and it kind of became a character. But now he, I think he found me over at the Pike. Kind of like Nails? Put him kind on of like once. Nails. Yeah, he became a monster. <laughs> put him on once, and now he has an Instagram account. If Chris Daughtry was in Rush. Oh, geez. Right? Are you starting some shit? <laughs> because I'll fucking come over there. I mean, and then and old I'll silver fucking, gold will come I'll, all over you. I will fucking get you a, a fucking mortgage at a really good rate. That'd be uh, fantastic. And then you. I'd burn that fucking house down. Okay? Don't right. fuck with Rush. Okay? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Daughtry. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, anything else you guys want to play from these last uh, few songs here? We got Motorcycle Mama, Tonight's the Night, and All Along the Watchtower. I think the All Along the Watchtower cover is great. I, Motorcycle Mama is another one that I was just like, what is, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fun. It's fun. But it's, it's fun. It's like something, you know, it's, it doesn't totally, uh, and it's a, it's a great moment for, for Peggy and Astrid yes. to shine for sure, oh, totally. and they definitely shine. And I believe he this they sound is the, great. I believe this is the song he starts Red Rocks with. See, I think that'd be a great opener. It would make way it more was, sense. Yeah, yeah, it would make way fun. more sense than the yeah. cowgirl in the sand. And it's a great. It works really well as an opener. The only my only bummer is because you don't know what's coming on the DVD. So when he starts doing that, I'm like, oh, he's gonna play Farmer John, and I'm so excited. <laughs> but then it was Motorcycle Mama, which it was great. It was a ton of fun. 
It's a good yeah. opening song for them. But. It's a fun version. It's weird in the middle of this album. It would have made more yeah. sense at the beginning. <laughs> um, I'm not going to play Tonight's the Night. No, uh, I, I just like to say I love this version of Tonight's the Night. I do too. Yeah. But you have All right, so I'll play a little bit of it, but you have to listen. You have to go to the Red Rocks version. It's unbelievable. But I'll play a little bit of it. That's Neil on piano. Yeah. That sounded like a broken bottle. Yeah. Tonight, tonight. It might have been. Tonight, tonight. Tonight, tonight. Harmony there is so nice. Yeah, it's great. It's so smooth that yeah. I'm gonna try and see if I can find where um, old BK drops in because it's fucking great. Bruce Barry right was a working here. man. He used to hope that it Yeah. The sparkle was in his eye, but his life was in his head. I think it's right after. I think it's right after this. Right here. Yeah. It's huge fucking nuts on yeah. Ben Keith. Yeah. Song, man. It's, can, oh. you, can you actually play, uh, go to four? I think it's 425. 420. Because while Ben Keith is playing the, like, the, like, just like the swampy blues, okay. the rest of the band is not. And it's, it's, right. really, I think it's a really great contrast. You know, it gives it that effect. Like this guy's, yeah. typical you know blues that they're riffing on it's, yeah. it's still tonight's the night you know but i think adding that blues slide guitar it just makes it a little more menacing it sounds amazing yeah i no, i agree it's, it's such a rad version it's yeah, really it's great. Yeah. you gotta you gotta you gotta watch the fucking d i might even yeah, i'm going to, I, gotta, after I gotta find some for some reason i can't go up if to you Rock. can't mike i'll give you my love uh, I won't give oh, you my no, login. no, don't. No, do I not, will so, not yeah. text you and give you my password. Right, I won't do that. But I might do that. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway, we we can play a little all along the watchtower if, if uh, you want. I think it's awesome. I yeah. Think yeah. Try to find a part where Chrissy Hines. <laughs>
guitar playing on this is is awesome and obviously he's just you know he's playing a dylan song and do, trying to also do the hendrix version of it and it's like two favorite things yeah you know and, and the passion is definitely there i thought chrissy was great but it didn't it seem like she was kind of pretending what do you mean oh fuck <laughs> Really? You, really? you just walked right into that, Mike. Really? You were like, you were like, what do you mean, pretending to do what? What do you mean, pretending? Oh, fuck. You think she's a pretendee, Mike? <laughs> how different would have that? How different would that band have been the if they were called the Pretendees? <laughs> It's like these songs are great, but your name sucks. The pretendies. <laughs> the pretendies. <laughs> Come check us out. <laughs> if it's you like had official pretenders underwear. All you have to oh, do did is you get your pretendies? Which one did you get? <laughs> All you have to do is replace the last syllable with E to any band, and they're so much sillier and worse. <laughs> oh, for sure. Black Sabby. <laughs> <laughs> Led Zeppelin. <laughs> we're we're going into a rock block. All Led Zeppelin. All Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Leonard that L in there. Leonard Skinny. Zeppelin sounds like it sounds like a dentist's name. Yeah, Bob it Zeppelin. It does. Yeah. What can I do for you today? What's bothering you? It sounds like a place that makes some really nice Italian grinders. Zeppelin's. Zeppelin's. <laughs> Ooh. We got got new metal from Metallica. (laughs) Metallica. Five Finger Death P. No, Five Finger Death Punchy. Punchy. (laughs) That sounds better. That's way better. Yeah. Oh, Uh, anyway. Well, I love love Chrissy Hind on this. She's great. Um, She comes up on this podcast a lot, or more than she's brought up. Does you know what I'm saying? Like Mills brought her up uh, in. Mother's Bob brought her up. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like, and then even uh, well, I think Mil- Mills was listening to their new album right. when we called him. And then Mother's Bob, they're from the same town. I That's think they're right. both from Akron. But it's just like kind of, we should try, we should have her on. I think that I'll, would be I'll try to get her on. It, um, she's like, she's awesome. I've never, I mean, she's, she's like more rock and roll than rock and roll. She is, you know, dedicated. She's always like, um, on tour with like the stones or she's always on tour with the heavyweights nice you know because those guys those wait guys the actors from the movie heavyweights yeah that's right the heavyweighties awesome yeah you <laughs> got one of the best voices she does yeah hands down i yeah. think you, know, you always know it's her yeah very unique yeah yeah i've never i've never much got into their records i wish i was more i really was because i every time i hear her i'm like blown away she she sounds great right yeah you know what i might listen to some pretenders this week actually there you go all right the pretendies the pretendies oh yeah the check out that new pretendies album crazy horsey (laughs) crazy (laughs) horsey Horsey. Horsey. and crazy horsey crazy horsey (laughs) Youngie. it's like like the muppet babies version of crazy horse (laughs) so stupid Oh, I love. I, I'm right, gonna play that all week. Yeah, let's wrap all right. this. Well, up. let's let's do. Uh, <laughs> what what are the top threes here? Um, my top three is. I would probably go. My three is cowgirl. I just like it. My two is tonight's the night, and my one is words. I think. 
I have to say my three is walk on, my two is tonight's the night, and my number one is words. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I'm with you. I really like the watchtower, but I think it's it's walk on tonight's the night, and then number one is words for yeah. me. Fool for your love, I'd cut. That'd be my cut. I would cut peace of mind. Actually, yeah. you know what? No, I I cut full for your love because peace of mind still has some pretty awesome Ben Keith on it. Yeah, yeah. I think I would cut full full for your love. Yeah, and I and I'll say I would say, weirdly enough, none of my top three would are my three for the DVD, and I haven't done that. But I mean, he does. What the fuck? I I think I mentioned at the at the beginning. He does. Uh, well, he actually he actually does some silver and gold stuff. Like one of the people on Facebook yeah. was saying, you know, Razor Love was pretty awesome. Winter Long, they do. Everybody knows this is nowhere, and it's so good. And oh, they do a version of "I Believe in You," and it's fucking gorgeous. Wow! Um, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it tonight for sure. Unknown, unknown legend with Peggy there, which is kind of fucking cool. So, yeah, it's definitely worth it. Um, yeah, overall, I I album was fine but the dvd is well worth the watch and listen these those people who said they cut mp3s from it are they're onto something that's a great idea yeah cool um, i think yeah. was there ever going to be a volume two of this i i don't think so i think he was just saying i think he was just fucking with us I think <laughs> like, seriously yeah. I think, He's, I think, how many live albums has he put out like just from the archives and stuff after this right where's volume two <laughs> Right. I think the biggest thing, like it listening to this album made me want to see this lineup on tour at that time, which I can't do anymore. So right. it's like <laughs> at especially at Red Rocks. Dude, sure. I'm telling you. Yeah. I course. just want to see a show at Red Rocks really bad. Period. Any show at Red Rocks. And speaking of Red Rocks, that's a good transition to talk about next week's episode. Uh we're having John Craigie back per his request because nice. he wanted to talk about Are You Passionate? which in his opinion is Neil's worst album. And Mike, you like, are you passionate? You've well, said. no, I, I, I didn't say I liked it. I didn't think it was his worst album. Okay. I think you know what my, my pick for that is, and I'm not going to mention it just so I'm I would sure go through a whole episode without mentioning it. You've already mentioned landing on water. by the way. Oh, did I really? Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. Landing on watery. <laughs> The but, bird loves John Craigie. But John, John Craigie is going to be at Red Rocks in the month of may he's opening up for someone i don't know but we'll i'm sure plug it very properly next week yeah. when we have him on uh, cool but are you passionate next week mm-hmm. uh russ will be back and unfortunately sorry and I let's he- hear that uh, so before we go and i'm sure you've been getting ready the whole time let's hear the uh, titty bird jacket voice take us home i was going to say that <laughs> there's the, the titty bird what the titty is bird that voice ready no the Titty Bird loves John Craigie. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's really bad. That, was, that, was, that wasn't even... You that sound, was just creepy. You I don't know like how to do guy, that. You sound like the guy from Manos, The Hands of Fate. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> the master will be played. Yeah, yeah, you sound like Torgo. Torgy. I can't do that inward yeah. breathing thing that he does. I can't do it. Okay. Well, you'll have to tune in next week if you want to hear the jagged voice. Yeah, we'll make Russ do the whole make a show. In your hair, so get ready. <laughs> we should make Russ do the whole show. No, the I like jagged voice. I like yeah, Craigie. yeah, Craigie's a good guy. Tune in next week. It'll be good. All right, thanks, Locko. Appreciate you popping in for this one, bud. Thanks, Judy. You're, 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 you're you get the sixth man award for this podcast.
All right, bye. See you guys. I'll take it. See you. All right, you guys. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.